Well, hello there, and welcome to this Calvary Longview audio message. We're so glad you've chosen to take a moment to discover with us the truth that can be found in the Bible, and we pray that you'll be blessed by what you hear. Today, Pastor Al is going to be sharing with us a message from the book of Revelation. We can't wait to get into God's Word, so crack open your Bible, grab your note-taking tools, and we'll get started. Yeah. 
together, you have a great atmosphere that has hundred thousand people in it. And you know, it is not just a place that is not only was it traffic, it was prosperity, it was worldly excitement, it was carnality, that brings me there. For the most part, the city was formed around the temple of Diana. Many of them worshipped the city, and came on the book of Acts, and you can read through that. And so, for a little bit of what's going on there, this uh, city is, is immoral and it's corrupt, but the church is to be a bright light. You know, we shouldn't be offended or influenced by what's happening out there. Because anything in the world that you see out there is going to be influenced by a bunch of people that are walking in darkness. And so you and I, who have the word of God, we have the truth to stay with us and help us pass it through. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. It comes to the past and through. I'm going to be out of here one day, right? And so keep in mind, these cities are the way they were ran. The way they were, they were accessible to them, the way they had their commerce and everything about them, that they were the very reason why the church is kind of so different today. And then, you know, 18, 18 years ago, I wasn't looking to come to the Northwest, I wasn't looking to come to London, so I was going to do it. And it wasn't what I was looking to do, but the Lord wanted to just want to do it. So you have this thing to where, you know, he's writing to the churches that are there to be influenced. How do you influence? You and I, we have this, you know, this pandemic going on around us. But we're to be influenced by the Lord's gift. We're not to be influenced. Don't walk in fear. Don't walk in all of this stuff that the media is putting out there. We have to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to walk in the the grace of God and the word of God and the life of this world. Listen, our politicians don't know Jesus in Egypt. So they're going to look at you and I and watch you how we're going to operate in this world. This is another emphasis. So in the first one, again, he writes, let me see this, he says, he who holds the seven stars in his right hand. That's Jesus. And the seven stars are the messengers and the pastors. And then he says, we walk in the midst of the seven golden angels. Who's it walking in the midst? It's Jesus. Think about that today. You're not here because of this. And you have that, 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 that really got awareness that it is Jesus who is here in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he wants us to operate, not the church according to the programs, not the church according to our best ideas, how much we can do, but according to his word. He said for the Timothy, remember he wrote to Paul writing to Timothy, he said, I'm writing these things so that you may know how you are to conduct yourself in the house of God. So God has instructions for us. He's the head of the body, right? And Jesus needs to be the center of the church activity. He needs to be the one, you know, taking it downward in the sense, you know, proving your victory is all right. That's all I'm saying. So he's in our midst. And our leadership, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. But we all want to keep that in mind at all times. Whatever we're coming up, whatever we're trying to do, whatever we feel the Lord is out of whether it's children's ministry or it's um, kids' ministry, junior high, whether it's business trips or whatever it might be, Lord, what do you have to say about What do you have to say about us getting involved in this? Event? So he's the one that's walking in the middle. He's the one that we're concerned about. You know, how does he feel? We're being uh, with the worship team prior to service, and I said, and then we're 
my parents say, Lord, you know, it's all fine and beautiful. We need your word for Christ. I love that. You know, we're here, we're hearing from your word. But what we want to do is what we need here, the one that we want to be happy, thrilled, and honored is you. We want you to do it. He's the one moving in the midst of the family and coming to the midst of the church. And speaking of the landscape, some of your Bibles may say candlestick, some of them may say landscape. But I want to share with you the difference. This is what I'm telling you. You're talking about every time. Candlesticks are self-esteem. Candlesticks, you light them up and they burn themselves, right? And they then just be burned out. But a landscape, we get the fuel from another source. And so that's the problem that no we need to have a heart Lampstands be filled with the power of the Spirit that God produces in this world. So, if you have candlesticks, uh, it's just like a candlestick, but it's being consistent more so than a So, Jesus tells everything that's going on in the church, right? Every church. Let's say, well, you still love the church. As well as every one of us individually. He knows what's going on in your heart, and he knows what's going on in my heart. And he sees, and he points to the good things here in this church of Ephesus, and he's going to take a place. He has seven words of foundation. We'll go through them right away. But he says, I know your words. He knows their words. He knows everything about them. Because of their words, he's been busy for him. They've been faithful to serve him. They've been honoring him about being busy. They were faithful in their efforts to serve the Lord. So I know your words. That word is labor. He knows that they're labor. The church wasn't a lazy church. If you were going to visit the church, you would see that there are thousands of things. There's plenty of things to do. And it's not a bad thing to keep you busy for the Lord as long as it's the Lord to follow. You know, just to have things to do, to have things to do, isn't necessarily what maybe should be done. But again, here at the church of Calvary Chapel, we want to make sure that we want to try to do our best to serve the Lord's altars. We want to make sure that what we're doing is of the Lord. We serve diligently. There's so many servants here. Whether it's serving in the Great Pregnancy Center, or the Chocolate, the Bad Bad Diamonds, the Mission, the Kids Fest, the Sunday morning, Wednesday night, Easter, Junior High, Children's Ministry. You know, we have the Men's Conference, Women's Retreats going on in October. All of these things. There's nothing wrong with being busy for the Lord. As long as the Lord is here. And see, when Jesus speaks about Going to their work, I'm going to remind you that work is what we're called to do. We're called to do this. See, when we come out of this world, I don't know about you guys, but you know, my life, and that was all the time, I'm all open book. I serve myself. I serve myself in the pleasures of this world. So now that I belong to Jesus Christ, and I always tell you that I've done a lot of things in this You know, I've just, you know, served myself for so long. But these words aren't words to get us saved, but they're words that testify who you belong to, who's our master. And remember, Paul said in Ephesians 8, verse chapter 2, he said, For my grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, and not be saved by your works. Thus anyone should boast, he says, oh, for we as you can hear, his work is in that the poetic tongue, where he's poet, creating in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. See, the church was following protocol. And that's good that we follow protocol, but there's something that's so important that we see. But no one 
we have a lot of things in our lives that keep us from loving each other. And ministry, whatever, individually or corporately, can be fueled by many things, but it means the gospel love of the world. Even volunteers to stop at the back. But they go through seasons of growing and going through life, but they want to check our hearts and make sure that we're doing these things in the right way. Like this, I was taking some application in this. I was thinking, well, if my wife's car wouldn't stop. And then she said, you know, honey, can you do something about these brakes? Yeah, no, I'm not in California anymore. There's a whole top slope in Maryland that you've never thought of. And I went out there and just got out of my chair and I was like, whatever. And then she said, there, I can't fix the brakes. How did she think that I was going to do that's the idea with Jesus, when he just gets to get something, be available, and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'll accept you to do this. What a joy it is to be able to serve you wherever you have to go and do whatever you have to do. And so, you know, again, keeping business for the Lord is a bad thing. But we have to be careful that we haven't started off in this relationship where we get this effectiveness, where it feels that it comes to love and leads to a growth carelessness or even a courage. Oh, there's no, 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 there's no,
We hope you've enjoyed spending this time in God's Word, and our prayer is that you'll take it with you and apply it to your life. If you'd like to learn more about Calvary Longview, visit our website at cclongview.com. While you're there, you can find more teachings, request prayer, or even find out how you can get involved with what God is doing in our city. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you back here next time, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.